Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Nikki, you are fresh back from the ADHD conference. Yes, I am. Oh, my am. gosh. Was it so good? Besides it being was hot. Good. It was really good. It was, yeah, I was hot. I had hot flashes the very first day I was there. I was about <laughs> to die. And then I spilt coffee all over myself. And yeah, it was good. the first day didn't go over so well. Um, but uh, no, it was really good. Really good. Some really great um, uh, keynote speakers, especially, specifically one in particular. Uh, do you know who the gal is from HDTV that did... Um, the hot, I think it was called Hot Mess. Let me just look here. Uh, HGTV. She does the clutter bugs. Um, Cassandra Arson. And she was on a show called Hot Mess House. And she has this organization method where she puts people like into four different kind of categories. And they're all these like little different bugs. Mm -hmm. Like you're either a bee, a butterfly, a ladybug. Or some other kind of bug, I don't remember. But what was so interesting about her um, her message, it didn't have really much to do with organizing, but actually her life and story as somebody who lived who lives with ADHD and did, was not diagnosed actually until four years ago. So she got famous and did all this stuff before she was um, diagnosed. But she is this um, cute, petite, blonde girl on the stage and you think, okay, you know, what is she going to talk about? And she blew us away with her story. And it just really like makes you realize you should never judge a book by its cover. Um, she ran away or didn't run away. She left home at like 15, was basically homeless between 15 and 18, uh, got into drugs, got into, um, illegal activity. She said uh, in the in the keynote, she said, have you ever watched the movie um, Catch Me If You Can? And everybody's oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was that person, but I got caught. <laughs> <laughs> she actually actually did pr like time. Yeah. 
uh, and said that, you know, when she when she was done and, and got out of prison, she was like, I'm never going to go back. So I need to figure out how what do I need to do with my life so that I never have to go back. And so then it kind of goes into how she is, um, where she got where she is now. But it just blew me away because I would have never thought that this was a high school dropout, um, a felon. <laughs> Wow. You know, yeah. I mean, it was just so interesting to hear her story. And um, and it got really emotional, too, at one point, because she was like, after I got the ADHD um, diagnosis, like some of the stuff really started, obviously, to make sense. Right. We hear that mm -hmm. a lot. And there was a, a point where she said, I, I finally understood this was not my fault. And everybody just was like, oh, you know, it was just a really powerful moment. So she was great, um, really great. And uh, I got to meet some of our wonderful guests that we've had on the show. Um, and it's always so nice to to see them and, and give them a hug and just really appreciate their company, you yeah. know, in person. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Really good stuff. And then you gave your presentation yesterday. I gave my presentation yesterday on planning. And mm -hmm. um, actually, there was a question that came up that I'm going to talk about on the show today. Oh, good. Well, we should keep that yeah. in our back pocket then. I, yeah. I, won't, I won't probe anymore. No. All right. Well, uh, it, it sounds like a great year. Next year, it's in. Oh, oh I yeah. forgot. Oh, there's more. I got to see Melissa. Oh, the big news. Well, that th was that, the biggest news. There is news that is bittersweet around that because you got to see Melissa, which now you and I are caught up. We both have had the, the blessing of being able to spend time with Melissa. Yes. And was it was it fantastic? Yes. It was so lovely to see her. Did she and have a have sign? I think she her. said she was going to have a sign of some sort. Well, she had her bag that said take control ADHD on it. <laughs> <Love that. laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I didn't get to see her until the very last day of the conference. So that was a bummer. But um, yeah. I did get to see her on Saturday. And that was fantastic. And then sadly, our other teammate, Brian, got sick, He got sick and was not able to make it to no. the conference. Oh, Brian, that was sad. We hardly knew you. I mean, you're fine. Now you're getting better. But yeah, it was very sad. I'm sorry, you weren't able to make it down there. Um, so, okay. So it, next year it's in, where is it? LA? It's in California, Anaheim. Anaheim. And so you're going. might be an extended Disney trip that needs I know. to happen in Anaheim. Okay. Right? Got to start planning and saving. You got to be Great. thinking about that. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, all right. Let's do a show show. All right. Uh, before we get into our, our planning extravaganza today, uh, head over to Take Control ADHD to get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to that mailing list and we will send you an email with the latest episode each week. Connect with us on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest at Take Control ADHD and check out our Discord server, TakeControlADHD.com slash Discord. That will jump you right into all of the uh, public channels that we have available. Uh, and you can talk about things like, you know, books and business and creativity and music and uh, off-topic stuff and funny stuff and technology. There's just a lot of conversation going on in the free channels. But if you want to get to know us a little bit more, head over to Patreon. Patreon is listener-supported podcasting. With a few dollars a month, you help guarantee that we continue to grow this show, add new features, and invest more heavily in our community. And once you connect your Discord account to your Patreon account, the veil is lifted, and you get to see all of the channels that are hidden for patrons. And we sure appreciate your support. So 
patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. You can learn more and sign up today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it's my favorite time of the show. You know that time is here. This week's episode is brought to you by Text Expander, one of the best invisible tools in my tech tool chest. Here's how it works. If there's a piece of text that I type more than once, that's a signal that I need to add it to Text Expander. I can keep my most used emails and phrases and text messages and URLs and more right in my Text Expander library. Now, a snippet can include text, links, images, code, account numbers, phone numbers, addresses, whatever you want. The trick is, for each one of those snippets in my library, I assign a unique abbreviation. Then I expand it. I can deploy the content I need with just a few keystrokes on any device across any apps I use. Just type the abbreviation for the snippet I'm looking for and boom, text expanded. You can even get your whole team or family access to all the content they need to use every day, organize it by department and group, and make sure that all your snippets are used consistently, what, whenever and wherever they're needed. This month's Text Expander tip is all about AI. Do you use a prompt for ChatGPT or Claude that is largely the same, but with some subtle differences every time you use it? For me, I often create show notes for podcasts that start as prompts that I've worked hard on to tune over months. So these prompts are four, five, six paragraphs long, and they're asking the AI to read an attached transcript of an episode and then stitch together a bunch of elements that it learns from the content of the podcast podcast transcript itself. But each week, the prompt has to change to include new description of themes and guest names and bios, so the prompt can then go about doing its best work for me. Now, I have a massive human-readable prompt that I trigger with just a few keystrokes, which includes text expander fill-in fields, so that I'm prompted to add guest names, bios, and the subject we're talking about. I expanded in Claude, and amazingly, I then have a perfect starting place for my own creativity in great show notes based on my own transcript and a really clever prompt. With Text Expander, it's that easy. It's available on Mac, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. And for listeners of the ADHD podcast, you can get 20% off your first year of service. Just visit TakeControlADHD.com slash TextExpander and you will be whisked over to our page on their site where you can get started. Again, if you get started now, you'll save 20% off your subscription. The way we work is changing rapidly. Make work work the way your brain works by saying more in less time and with less effort using Text Expander. Our great thanks to the Text Expander team for sponsoring the ADHD podcast. Nikki Kinzer, let's talk about planning and systems and stuff. Yeah, coming okay. back to them. Well, coming back to systems. So this is sort of the icing on the cake. This is also our last episode of right. the season, right? Of the season, we go into the holidays. So this is the end of our planning series. And we are going to, um, we're going to talk about what happens when you've fallen off the wagon and suddenly you come to the realization that it's time to get back on it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Where would you like to start? So just to kind of put things in, in context and what we're talking about here, for whatever reason, you may have not looked at your task management system lately. 
right? So uh, it could be a digital, so it could be your Todoist or for us, our TickTick, whatever it is, not updated. There's lots of past due notifications. We know that, that that's just waiting for us. If you are a paper person, it just means you haven't been filling it out, right? You're looking at, at blank pages, um, not updated, just a lot of blank stuff. It could be that you're going on vacation and you're coming back after a week and you know this is what you're coming back to or that you forgot to use it or you just you know got overwhelmed and decided that going back to some of your old habits seemed like a, a good solution at the time. Uh, so there's a lot of different reasons why we leave our systems. We also did a podcast recently that's really important and that is the one um, around why systems fail. And yesterday when I was doing my uh, presentation for the conference, there was a comment that came through in the chat that said, uh, systems work really well until they don't. And then you have to find a new one. <sighs> and so I wrote back because I can write them because the, uh -huh. the, the presentation was um, recorded. So I got to see the chat and actually like you know uh -huh. interact and so i was like oh but maybe you don't yeah. <laughs> need to find a new one like that yeah. may not be what you need to do but that is such a common response right that we think that if we haven't gone to it for whatever reason it just may not that that's not the right one for us right right well and, so uh, yeah i you know i mean when at what point do you want the airing of grievances at that comment uh are we we're going to talk about that in more detail later i presume <laughs> we can talk about it whenever you want oh dear <laughs> well i i just think it's really important to to reflect on on why we have that feeling in the first place why is that our gut reaction when a system fails yeah well what do you think why do you think that's the gut reaction because ADHD is so beautifully all or nothing. It's binary. Yeah. It's baby baby meat bathwater, right? Mm -hmm. Like if the system failed, then the gut reaction before critically processing it is clearly the system is totally broken. And so we uh, like there uh, must be something wrong, completely wrong with the system. And we've got to try a whole new thing when the truth is it is such a complicated amalgam of of, you know, reason that a system might have broken for us at that particular time and place. Right. But the ADHD brain has a difficulty. My ADHD brain has a difficulty seeing through that amalgam and it's so much easier to bunch it as one giant thing that I can say yes yeah. or no to rather than pulling it apart and seeing what part of it broke, right? Yeah, Maybe exactly. I just went on vacation and I came back and was overwhelmed and suddenly mm -hmm. I need a new system, right? Mm -hmm. you, I can kind of get there. Even if it if the only thing that broke about the system was that I was away. <laughs> right. 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 Like there wasn't anything wrong. You just we're on the beach. Yeah, I was on the beach. <laughs> Having a good time. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, and I think that that's and I'm that's a great explanation because I think that is why it's such a common response. It's it's that all or nothing uh kind of thing. And so, you know, referring back to this question um in the answer the Q&A at the uh presentation, it you know, it's really asking you 
asking our listeners to just pause for a moment before you go and get that new system and, you know, review our show about why systems fail, um, because it most likely, I mean, this is the reality, will take you less time to update your current system and dig a little deeper in figuring out what's not working than it will be for you to do research on a new system, which we know can take a while because you can get into so many rabbit holes and then set it up and have the same thing happen to you in a few months, because mm -hmm. that's the trend. That's the pattern. So it's really, you know, taking a, a step to, to pause, figure out what's going on and then make a choice on what to do next and hopefully curve that impulsivity of wanting to move on to the next thing right away. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was an interesting kind of update that, that came through. Um, you know, I, I work with a lot of uh, people around planning because of the GPS membership. And it's a lot of the work I do individually with clients. And some of the emotions that come up, you know, I think the most common ones is there's, there's this fear of what am I going to find when I open yeah. this up? Right. And what if I forgot something that was important? This is what's interesting. So... At the conference, I had a wonderful conversation with one of my favorite people, Dr. Roberto Oliverdia. Oh, we like him. Oh, he was wonderful. Uh, if you haven't listened to the show where he and I and my daughter talk about um, eating disorders and ADHD, I highly recommend it. He's just a wonderful person and human being. And he was talking to me about OCD and ADHD. And I had some questions about OCD. And one of the things that he talked about with his treatment is there was a gal who was afraid of, of driving and had her own reasons. And part of the treatment was him driving with her. And she would say out loud, like, well, what if I hit this person? What, you know, what's going to happen? And part of his treatment is, I don't know what, Ooh. you know, I don't yeah. know if that's going to happen. And it really thought, I thought it was really interesting because he's not validating that it could happen. And he's not saying that it won't happen. He's like, I don't know what will happen yeah. if you hit that person. And then she was saying something about, well, if I hit that person and we like do a, you know, a hit and run, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> because you're my therapist and you're in the car with me and you let me do that. And he's like, well, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. And so why I bring this up is that when we have this fear of we're not, we're not sure what we're going to find, you're right. You're not sure what you're going to find until you look. Yeah. And... I, yeah, it, it's one of the things we talked about, uh, um, I think years ago now, this whole idea of Schrodinger's system, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fact that there's a, you know, Schrodinger's cat, there's a cat in the box. You don't know if it's alive or dead until you open the box. Right. That's, right. that's the whole idea of, of Schrodinger's cat. And so that to me, this, this whole idea is really, it, it's really important because the, the third thing that could be in the box is a mirror. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And and that gets to to assessing what part of the system broke down and everything you're talking about, that example of Dr. Oliveria, the the piece that broke down is your feeling about the system. Right. It's your interpretation of how well the system works or how well it doesn't. Not the system itself. The system 
And let's just say this aloud together. The system doesn't care about you. The right. system doesn't feel things. Doesn't feel anything. <laughs> all. It right. does not care. Yeah. And so if you feel strongly about the system, that is an unrequited relationship, right? There is there's nothing coming back. It's only as good as what you do with it. And so it's not going to care if you tear it up and do a new system or if you look at it and say, maybe, maybe this is me. Maybe right. it's my turn to reflect in Schrodinger's mirror and see what I right. see when yeah. I open the box and realize I, I am sad and I am afraid and I feel judged by the unseen judger in the sky. I feel like I've let down my family and my partner and, you know, before the eyes of my system and God alone, I am the worst of the worst. And the truth is, maybe you just need to check a few boxes and change some dates. That's right. I mean, I think it is really make, you know, because in our minds, we we, we make it so big. And yeah. and that is definitely a very good point. And the shame and the judgment that we feel from these task managers, it's so interesting. You said that, you know, it doesn't care. But man, when you when you open it up and you see all the red tasks, it sure feels like it's judging you, right? Right. It sure like does. Red is just a like color, y'all. Yelling at you. So mad. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. Um but it's interesting because I was talking to somebody else about this and they they switched their um, their task managers because they did not like seeing the past do tasks. It really made them feel so bad that they didn't want to do it anymore. They wanted to have something that didn't have a past due date on it. Right. And um, so that can be a very strong emotion, of course, when you're identifying what's coming up for you when you're resisting this uh, piece of looking into the task manager a after you've been gone for a while. Mm -hmm. And then of course there's that disappointment and frustration because here you are again in the same place where you feel behind. Um, and then you've got that temptation of, of I'm just going to dump it and get a new one. Uh, so it's interesting because a, a lot of what, uh, the theme of the conference was this year were around emotions and mm -hmm. how strong they are and how we identify them um, with ADHD. And so I was thinking about, well, how do you flip the script when you've got these strong, and I'm going to use these three examples, the fear of what you're going to find, shame, disappointment, and frustration. These are the things that are coming up for you. So how do we flip the script, this, the script so that we can explore our options? Because one option is that we keep avoiding the system and we stay in the place of overwhelm and confusion. We stay here, right? right? That's doesn't feel good. Or we reframe what's really going on. And as Sharon, I think it's Sharon Celine that said, visit, visit the task that you're avoiding. Uh, so that was also Karush, Karush Dini. Who also is that who said, said that? that? I just heard and he was on the Focus podcast and he was talking about his visitation approach. Then uh, it is at, him. Yeah. It's him. Yes. Okay. So thank you. Because we're going to give the right credit to the right person. But what a lovely thought, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to visit the task manager. So let's just go into that. We're going to replace our negative emotions and focus at, or focus more on the positive. So instead of shame, what if you feel confident that whatever you find, you're going to be able to handle it? Right. Right? Because if you forgot to do something, you forgot to do something. 
But I can also feel confident that if I did forget to do something, I'm going to be able to make up for that. I can send a I can send an email, I can call, apologize, this is late, whatever it is, right? But confident that you can deal with what is in front of you. Instead of disappointment, recognizing the courage that it takes you to not avoid this. This is a success in the mm -hmm. making. So at the end of the day, when you say or you think, and maybe you don't do this, but just, you know, have my voice in your little head saying, what's your success for the day? You can say, I had the courage to not avoid this. And I actually, you know, am going to dig a little deeper to see how to make, you know, how can I make this work? And it probably really is as simple as Pete put it, checking a few boxes and changing some dates. Yeah. Right? right. And then instead of frustration with ourselves, can we be patient and really talk to ourselves the same way that we would talk to a friend, a colleague who also maybe didn't look at their systems for a while? Yeah. You know, coming with a little bit more of a positive affirmation and um, and keep practicing it because these systems are good. They can work. And consistency is not always a thing for ADHD. So let's embrace it. It's okay that you haven't looked at this for a while, but you can get back into it. That's not to say that coming back to a system and having desire to do some level of blowing it up can't be cathartic, right? Well, like, yeah, I can just delete a bunch of stuff. You could delete a bunch of stuff. It gives you the opportunity to evaluate what about the system isn't working. There is a chance if it's a system you've been using for a long time, maybe you've overcomplicated it. Uh, oh, wait, say that again. <laughs> if there's a system you've been using a long time, there's a chance I'm just saying that just you a might. Chance. <laughs> just a chance out there. I'm not saying I know from experience what okay. this is. There's a chance you have overcomplicated it in your efforts to have a system. And maybe, maybe you don't need all of the system in your system. Maybe you just maybe. need some dates and 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 titles. Just some things there just to remind saying. you that it's important. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's a, I think that's something that that is the I'm, what I'm looking for is the the middle ground, right? Like the yeah. middle ground between feeling like I need a totally new system, and feeling like I need to resuscitate an existing system, and feeling bad on both sides, right? Feeling right. like it's a moral loss and moral shame, and my identity is somehow sullied because I was unable to to take care of my own adulting. You know Stop. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so sure. it's possible that just evaluating your process and the existing system will allow you to tweak it to make it work better for you, more fluidly mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're spending a lot of time, like at least ask yourself, what part of the system am I spending a lot of time doing? Right. Because, right. you know, the doing of the system isn't necessarily or explicitly the doing of the work and getting the things that you need to get done, done. And I, one thing I want to add to that is a lot of times, like in GPS, what we're, what we're doing is we're dating things for future evaluation. And I think that there's a lot of guilt sometimes when things keep getting moved mm -hmm. because there's this judgment that we hold that, well, we should have done this and it keeps getting moved. But I think that that's also something to reframe. And I know we've talked about this before, but it's, it's okay to move things. It's okay to change your priorities. It's okay to just have them come in front of you and move them. It doesn't mean that you failed in any way. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that it, all it really means is that's not important right now. 
that there's other right. things that are more important. Yeah. And so keeping it simple and not over um, thinking to what this means when they come back to us. So it's just something I wanted to add to what, what you had to say. I do have some kind of specific things I wanted to talk about going back to that like visiting piece, right? Because yeah. I really do love that. Um, if you're coming back from vacation, really your systems, if you've been using them on a pretty consistent basis, it's not going to be that bad. What's going to be overwhelming though, is the amount of emails that you probably have accumulated. And if you didn't turn off your reoccurring tasks, like sometimes I forget to do, that's going to be a little overwhelming because there's going to be a lot of clutter in there that you're going to have to clean up. Um, and uh, I, I find that when you're coming back from like a vacation, the first thing to really focus on is not everything, but just what you need to do today. What do I need to do today? What, what um, appointments are coming up and how do I need to prepare for those? And then you can move the rest of the things as you need to. But I, I think just really not looking at the whole forest, but just what is the tree that I need to climb today? Yeah. And, right. and focus on that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. And I think that gets back to like when you look at your system to simplify it, it it's the thing that keeps coming around that, you know, if you look at your day and you have 15 things on it that you said to yourself, I want to get those done, you are probably 12 things too heavy on your exactly. day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That is really yeah. disappointing to think about. But the truth is you, you really reasonably might get one to three things, significant things of note done. And mm -hmm. you have to rewire yourself to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Right. That is the new definition of success. And uh, if you can do those things, that allows you to kind of be more judicious in the in in the things you say yes to even getting into your system. You may have to say like eight of the things that are on that list of 15, I shouldn't have said yes to in the first place because they're right. never going to get done. And yeah. maybe that's part of your reevaluating. Like it gets you over the time blindness part, right? That it's mm -hmm. like I, I have a sense that I can do everything because I don't know how time works. Right. And, that just happens day to day differently. I have a different relationship with time, depending on what room in the house I'm in. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Good point. Uh, so if it's been only a couple of weeks since you visited your task manager, uh, I, I go into it with this visit mentality. Absolutely love it. You're going to visit it without any expectations. And then when you're visiting and you're looking around, decide on what your first action might be when you want to do it. You can do it now or you can do it later. I would intentionally plan, though, of when you're going to work to clean it up because we do want the intention, you know, behind it. We don't want to keep it too, uh, we don't want to be too far away from it that it starts to get even worse. Um, but, you know, you you decide what that first action is, you plan for it, and then you just check those things off as completed and update and move along as you need. And mm -hmm. you brought up time blindness, which I think is a huge factor. Uh, and something to keep in mind when you are thinking about going back to your task manager and you haven't been there in a long time. I, I can't promise this because I know this is not true for everyone. I can just share with you some experiences that I've had with clients where they have had this fear of going in and I will say, okay, we're going to do it together. Share your screen. So they share their screen and we go in it together and it takes less than 10 minutes to get yeah. it updated. Yeah. 
Not going to say it's going to happen every time, but I will say it happens more often than not. Yeah. Check the box. Change some mm-hmm. dates. Yeah. Yeah. It's we, usually we over, not as bad. We're over amplifying the weight of what it takes to to reassess the system. It's just yes. what we do. It's how yeah. we are. It's how exactly. Yeah. But that's yeah. OK. That's all right. OK. So now what if we have been away for a little bit longer? What about right. my sabbatical in Mexico that I'm going to take someday? for a month. Oh, I was going to say, are you going to really do that? Because that's awesome. I am. actually. Um, <laughs> we're, we're actually planning a language trip to Mexico. I'm so excited about it. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So again, I think that visiting without any kind of expectations and making an assessment on just what needs to be done, because if it's been six months, if it's been a year, like we need to know, is this the system that you want to keep? Mm-hmm. Because at this point, it's been long enough that, you know, you might want to think about, is this what you want to keep or do you want to, is it time for you to move on? So we need to make that assessment. We need to see where we are. And then um, setting that intentional time to clean it up if you're going to stay with the system. Because it won't take you as long to when you first set it up, right? Because you don't have to think about project names or necessarily like your workflow. Um, But it will take you time to clean it up if it's been months since you've looked at it. There's going to be a lot of checking off boxes and deleting that's going to have to be done. So take, you know, know that going in, identify uh, when you're going to work on it. And then if you're going to keep the system identify what kept you from visiting the system in the first place. And what are you going to do differently this time around? Because um, they are meant to be used and they need to be used on a daily basis or pretty consistently. And we talked about this before, uh, Pete, last week when we were talking about kind of what planning means. It's not a static thing. So we want our lists to be open and we want to be working in them every day. So if you're not doing that, great that we're cleaning it up, but we also have to redefine how you're using the system. Do you remember Tamagotchi? Mm -mm. (laughs) I'm sure you do. You just don't know it because it seems like it. The Tamagotchi was the little like keychain pet that you kept in your pocket. It was a little Japanese device and it had a a little pet on it and you'd have to do things to the pet every day to keep it alive and fed and it just was pushing the button to make your little tamagotchi pet work the only your thing that's fa- coming the to my on mind your face is, indicates that you <laughs> do not know what i'm talking the, about the only thing that's coming to my mind is those little keychains that were like little naked gnomes and then they had the long hair and you could like go like this with the gnome and then you'd shake it and the gnome hair would go everywhere yeah, no, that's a, this is a different thing. Than, okay. Because this is a digital, it's digital. It's like a little, know. it's like a keychain, but it you on the keychain is a little screen and it has your little Tamagotchi and he'll like need to eat and go to the bathroom and do it. And you have to clean his little cage, but it's like oh. a pet, but it's like a, it, yeah. So that's your system. I was going to say, <laughs> that's your system. Okay. I like it. It needs, it needs care and feeding. It <laughs> needs care and feeding every day. And it does. that doesn't mean it can't go a couple of days without, you know, if you pile its food on, it'll go a couple of days. But occasionally, you're going to have to get back to it and, and feed it and walk, get it fresh water and clean its box. That's right. Tamagotchi yeah. is your system. There you, you go. You didn't even know that it was going to be that simple of a metaphor. No, but it but turns I like out that it. was it. It yeah. works. It works. There's just too much uh, poop in your system's cage. Yeah. 
And then all things, all kinds of things go wrong when that That's happens. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So last note, consistency obviously is important because we want to keep our systems alive and working and kicking and all of that. Um, I know it's not always the case. The best thing to do if you've fallen off or you, you know, it's been a little while, don't beat yourself up over it. Um, do a review of where the resistance is coming from. Tweak the prog, you know, tweak, tweak the process as you go. And um, if you're not using a task manager, like if you have actually moved away from it, I'd be really curious, you know, what, what are you using to keep track of your tasks? And is, is it working or is it not working? Like, because we can do these things very simple, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be complicated. So maybe the systems are too complicated and you need to simplify it. Um, what What is your reason for using this system? What's the purpose? What What is it doing for you? How is it helping your ADHD? And uh, really kind of figuring these things out so that, you know, you can find something that's good enough. And um, this yeah. is funny because I must have been uh, the, the very last sentence when I did this outline was remember the growth mindset. You can do hard things. I think I was channeling my, my daughter when she would say things like that to me, like, mom, you can do hard things. So I'm you telling know, you all listeners, you can do hard things. You really can. And I, I think that's a, the, the consistency is important part is as I'm sitting here listening to this, the first thing I say, yeah, but consistency is the thing I struggle with, right? Like consistency is, is the hard thing. And I was working on a script this morning for a different show and I, I, I coming up and it, it hit me that just as a teaser, we have to choose the thing that is most important about our systems to us. And that thing doesn't have to be the same thing that other people would choose that is most important, but it has to be the thing that we put, you know, 80% of our attention to. Mm-hmm. And if Keeping a, if being consistent with a system, if you work, if you somehow found yourself into a role that has a lot of deadlines and has a lot of complicated task dependencies and things that you have to do and people are counting on you, then consistency might be your thing. That mm-hmm. should be the thing that you set all your alarms and all of your rules and all of your alerts to to complement, right? To right. support go in every day and do the consistency work. Make sure the tasks are up to date. If you just show up, you you know, build that momentum, build that habit. But for other people, maybe consistency isn't the thing. Maybe it is like the, maybe it's a creative job that you're in and you just need to find time to write or draw or make music, whatever. Maybe it's figure out how, you know, the flow of your day. But whatever it is, you get to pick the thing that best supports your career, your day, your family, whatever. And that's the thing you put 80% of your, of your, of the wood behind that Mm -hmm. particular arrow, right? Mm -hmm. Like you get to do that. And I just think that's a, that's a thing sometimes we forget because when, especially when we talk about systems, because systems are sort of rote, right? Systems are, here's a system. If it's a system, it must work the same way for everybody. Right. That doesn't have to. Right. And it doesn't have to work the same way for you every day in the same yeah. way. Right. Like the systems right. can change and they can look different with different things. Yeah. Lots of more, a lot of more flexibility there and choice than what we uh, sometimes think there is. Yeah. So anyway, systems are, systems are fun. They are. All right. Hey, <laughs> uh, well, this has been, this has been a good season. Yeah. It's been great. Nothing, it's sort of the end just sort of snuck up on me here. Oh, 
this is life. It's just going by so fast. Yeah, right. So Gotta fast. take well, it in. Yeah. Seriously, every we're going to be back. Our first episode back after this wee break is going to be just after the new year on January 4th. Uh, for those in the public channel. Uh, we will be, uh, as usual, recording our episodes a little bit early for members in the live stream. Uh, so you can come in and watch the show live as we record it. And you just need to hang out with us in Patreon. Patreon.com slash The ADHD Podcast if you want to keep rolling with the show over the holidays, get access to those live streams and all the secret Discord channels. And we really appreciate you supporting the show and allowing us to keep investing more time and attention to it. We appreciate you downloading and listening to the show. Thank you for your time and attention. And uh, head over to the Show Talk channel in the Discord server. Just need to be a deluxe member or better to see it. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we will be back here next year on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Mm -hmm.